Welcome to Creative Elements, a show where we talk to your favorite creators and learn what it takes to make a living from your art and creativity. I'm your host, Jay Klaus. Let's start the show. Hello, welcome to a special solo episode of Creative Elements. I've been thinking that I'd start sharing some more short episodes like this, where I go a little bit deeper on topics that have come up both on the show and in my own day-to-day life. So today, I want to talk a little bit about comparison traps. I just checked my Screen Time app, I'm an iPhone user, and last week I spent nearly eight hours on social media, four and a half hours between Twitter and Instagram alone. I've curated my social media feeds to mostly follow people I look up to, people who are doing things I aspire to be doing, and people whose work I admire. As a natural consequence, then, that means that the majority of my feed is full of people who I see as further ahead than I am. So if I'm spending almost five hours on social media every week, that's five hours of comparing myself to other people that I've already told myself are further ahead than I am and I am inferior to in some ways. I don't care how positive, confident, or self-assured you are, it's hard to avoid falling into that comparison trap, and spending hours per week in a comparison trap can wreak havoc on your psyche. This really came to a head for me in early April. It was a challenging week, and per usual, I had packed my schedule pretty full, even going into the evenings with some podcast interviews, some clubhouse rooms, and so on. I packed in a handful of interviews for Upside and Creative Elements, appeared as a guest on other people's shows, hosted a couple of workshops, all while leading the community team at SPI towards our next membership enrollment period. It was just really, really busy. Now, that same week, I was editing episode number 51 with Dickie Bush, who was having an insane week on Twitter. First and foremost, I make it a point to be excited and celebrate the success of my friends and acquaintances. I want everyone to find exactly the success that they are looking for. But I'm human, and when I see people achieve things that I aspire to, it's hard to be unaffected. Dickie had a Twitter thread that week that started with a tweet reading, If you use it right, Twitter is the most powerful platform in the world. But Twitter does a horrible job of showing you its advanced features. Here are 10 of them you probably know nothing about. That's a pretty strong lead. You're probably curious what those 10 advanced features are. And it really struck a chord with Twitter's audience. That thread has 11,000 retweets, 43,000 likes, and it doubled Dickie's Twitter following from 10,000 to more than 20,000 overnight. I literally had to rewrite the intro for that episode to accommodate for that growth. And that is incredible growth. These moments should be celebrated. Again, I strive to be someone who celebrates the wins and success of my friends. But that week, while I was spending all of my time working between a handful of projects, I felt defeated. That type of result from one Twitter thread? It's all too easy to see someone else's success and imagine it for ourselves. Oh, they're working with that client? Wow, they're so lucky. They bought a house? That must be so nice. They won that award that I applied for? I can't hardly believe it. I'm not sure it's possible to completely prevent these thoughts from entering our minds. It feels like a natural human response. But the jealousy, the sadness, the anger, or the despair that comes with it, that's what we need to find a way to diffuse and to diffuse it quickly. 
I remember laying face down on the carpet of the basement studio that night and telling Mallory, I feel defeated. It felt like I was busting my ass and still every bit of growth and subscribers felt like I was pulling teeth. This is a specific and extreme example. And thankfully, that feeling passed over the next 24 hours with a lot of reminders and positive self-talk. But this is an example of the type of feeling we get when we fall into comparison traps. And they aren't always this obvious to ourselves. A lot of times the experience is more subconscious. Subtle, underlying feelings of inferiority or despair as we scroll through our feeds for hours every week. But here's what we forget when we make comparisons. Outcomes or outputs are the result of inputs. We're all living different lives and we all have unique inputs that have put us to where we're sitting right now, from our upbringing and our education to chance encounters and one-off conversations. A lot of it is random and a lot of it is unfair. But those inputs have made us uniquely us. So when we compare ourselves to others and the outcomes they're experiencing, we can't simply compare the outcome. We have to consider the entire system of inputs that got someone there. We can't simply compare this one aspect of their lives to ours, but we have to compare all the sacrifices, the decisions, and the trade-offs that we've made along the way too. In short, our comparisons are flawed because we're aspiring to a different outcome without asking ourselves if we'd be willing to change the whole path we've taken and all of the inputs that got to this point too. Not only that, but the consequences that others have endured to get to that outcome are completely unknown to us. We have no idea what they've sacrificed, the trade-offs they've made, their insecurities, and what plots of our own grass they may be looking at as greener than theirs. I wrote another article a few years ago called Experience Ladders to explain another common flaw I saw when we make comparisons. When I first started the Unreal Collective Accelerator a few years ago and offered coaching services as an add-on, I hadn't offered formal consulting before. One of the first clients to sign up was someone who had a multi-million dollar exit just a few years earlier. And this really threw me for a loop. What could he possibly learn from me? I started to really get into my own head before our first call. I had to hype myself up. I had to make him feel like he made a good choice. My coach, Chris McAllister, would say that I was trying to prove that I belonged. Over time, I began to understand something that I now call experience ladders. I want you to imagine a wall with a whole row of ladders lined up one next to another. Obviously, we all have our own particular set of skills. We have a perception of our own skill level and of the skill level of those around us. The same goes for people who we work with. Think of each of those skills as its own ladder. We ballpark our position on a ladder relative to others pretty much constantly in all aspects of our life. And when we think someone is higher on the ladder than us, we look up to them and we try to learn from them. Often, we hire them. Here's where things get sticky though. Sometimes imposter syndrome rears its little head and we consolidate the ladders into one ultimate ladder. We begin thinking of an absolute skill score and we estimate our own score relative to those around us. This is what I was doing with my coaching client. He was miles ahead of me in terms of hiring, running a PL, fundraising, and a bunch of other things too. On an absolute scale, I was thinking, how could I ever help this person? But that's not what was happening in his head. He was looking at the ladders where I'm a couple rungs higher than him and saying, I could use your help in getting up there. To be successful in working with and solving problems for others, you need to be confident and secure in your position on those ladders. And not just the ladders that you're perched high on, but also those where you're behind where you want to be. Understand that you aren't being hired to help every aspect of someone's life or business. 
They're hiring you for a very specific ladder where you excel. Instead of posturing and proving that you can swing on every ladder, be secure in the fact that you have a few ladders that you might be hired for, and you don't have to help on all of them. In fact, you can recognize someone for the ladders where they can help you. The bottom line here is this. If you find yourself falling into comparison traps, give yourself some grace. It's hard to avoid those traps. But then remind yourself that you are on a unique path and you have your own unique strengths. Your path will be longer than some and shorter than others. Your skills will be envied by others and you'll envy others for their skills too. But your path and your strengths are what make you who you are. And isn't that worth more than anything else? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at jklaus. Let me know if you like these episodes, if you want more solo episodes like this. And if you don't want more solo episodes like this, let me know. I'd like to hear feedback. And by the way, I had actually written about these ideas before I shared them here on the podcast. So if you like this, I recommend subscribing to my email newsletter at jklaus.com slash emails. And the link to that is also in the show notes. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next week. If you know me, you know how much I believe in memberships. My membership is the core of my business and earning an income directly from your audience is one of the most sustainable ways for you to become a professional creator too. So I wanna tell you about today's sponsor, Uscreen. Uscreen is a beautiful all-in-one platform that helps content creators earn a living from their videos by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. You can host private live streams for your members, build an on-demand catalog of premium content, and Uscreen gives you a community hub to interact with your members too. They can access your community from their mobile phone, so your membership is right there in their pocket. With a Uscreen account, you get video hosting, an out-of-the-box website, full payment and subscription management, and plenty of third-party integrations too. And Uscreen makes it easy to get set up. You get access to powerful website themes that are fully brandable with no coding skills required. Uscreen will even provide a dedicated success manager for you. Just about anyone that wants to make money from their content can do it with Uscreen. It's perfect for coaches, authors, influencers, and entrepreneurs in just about any niche. Right now, Uscreen is used by creators in fitness, education, news, kids entertainment, and more. That includes Yoga with Adrian and Creator Now, just to name a couple. Uscreen is the platform for building a video membership site that is great for generating a sustainable income for professional creators. If you create video content for your audience, I highly recommend checking it out. If you're interested in learning more about Uscreen, visit uscreen.link slash J. That's U-S-C-R-E-E-N dot link slash J and let them know that I sent you. This episode is sponsored by Podcast Movement. For the past decade, Podcast Movement has organized the world's largest gathering of podcasters featuring thousands of attendees, hundreds of breakout sessions, panels, and workshops, plus the largest trade show in podcasting. Podcast Movement helps podcasters of all experience levels create, grow, and profit from their show. It's suitable for beginners, but you'll also have the opportunity to meet some of the biggest names in the industry. I've been to several Podcast Movement events, and not only is the programming incredible, but the culture and vibe are incredible too. It attracts thoughtful, empathetic, and collaborative people, which makes sense when you think about the medium of podcasting. Podcast Movement hosts two events per year. The first just wrapped up, but their flagship conference is happening August 19th through the 22nd in Washington, D.C. Attendees have the freedom to choose their own adventure across several different stages throughout the four-day event, 
not to mention dozens of amazing networking events, parties, and the expo hall floor. Tracks include podcast creation, video and live streaming, industry professional, plus several stages of curated programming from some of the top companies in podcasting. It's truly a unique event, and if you are a podcaster, I cannot recommend it enough. Right now, tickets are available at super duper early bird pricing. And as a Creator Science listener, you can save $50 on top of that by visiting podcastmovement.com science. That's podcastmovement.com science. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.